literally dropped to my knees. I mean, it was definitely the worst news I'd ever received about myself. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today my guest is David Bowman, staff director out in Greensboro, North Carolina. And David, it is just a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Blaine. It's great to be with you. Well, one of the things that we do all the time at Search is have conversations. It's in our tagline, right? Questions, answers, conversations. And I know that you've got a, uh, a probably a series of conversations that we're going to unpack today of, of conversations you've been having with somebody involved in Search there in Greensboro. So, David, what can you tell us about some of these conversations you've been having? There's, there's one particular person that I've been spending a lot of time here with lately. And I've known this guy for a lot of years. Um, We go way back. And we did lose touch for a long time, but about three or four months ago, um, we reconnected. And this, this man has pretty much checked all the boxes of success. By then, I mean, he owns a successful business. Um, He's married got a great wife got a great family they they live extremely well they got a beautiful home they got nice cars they take nice vacations um life has really treated them well and um most people that would look at their life would say they'd be they would be very envious maybe of what he has and so what kind of questions is he asking right now i mean Last last year, he was diagnosed with cancer, and um, he had surgery to remove the cancer. But he developed some complications going through the chemo, and he, and he's been going through chemo treatments that have that have been really harsh on his body. Um, and his recovery has been really slow, and even now, it's been a, maybe a year out um, since the surgery. He's still in the chemo treatments, but he's 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 not back even anywhere close to doing the things that he could do before. And, you know, it's really not even clear if he'll ever get back to where he once was. And he's just going through things that he can't control. And he's really struggling to make sense of it all. Um, it's maybe one of the few times in his life that he's experienced like real trouble. Um, he's, he's pretty much cruised through life, being able to handle anything that's come his way. But, but now he's, facing a situation that he can't fix and in in has really rocked his world so i'm just trying to be a good friend um trying to listen to his frustrations about the cancer and just trying to calm the fear that he has about like what's going to happen next yeah and so what kind of hope and encouragement are you able to give him in the midst of those conversations well, it's, it's, it's really been an easy opportunity to talk with him about God and to talk through some of those questions that he has. He says he's, he believes in God, but, but it's pretty clear from that for like the most part of it, uh, his life, his, his trust has not been in God. It's been in himself. But this cancer has like changed that. It's, um, he, he's searching. He's, look, he's looking for someone or something he can reach out to and just, and just hold on to. And, and so, so the door 
has been open to some good conversations about, you know, what it looks like to to include Christ in his life, to put God in the center of it all, you know, not to compartmentalize him just to church, like like on special holidays, Christmas and Easter, probably when he takes his family to church, you know, to church, and probably the only time he is religious. So we've talked about um, we talked about how much God loves us and how he, you know, really how he pursues us and how he wants to partner with us to do life. Um, how he wants to guide us through the, you know, just not just these bad times, but the good times. And I've asked him, I said, you know, what do you think it would feel like to stop trying to control every outcome and, and give God control? And th- and that that's really been hard for him to wrap his head around. It's hard for any of us to give up control. But this is a guy that's that's experienced a lot of success um, in business, had a, his, a lot of family success, and you know he's a guy, kind of guy that is a you know I can make things happen type guy. And he feel like feels like it maybe falls on him, and he's been able to you know. Um, that the things that he's done in his life um, have been all successful. So he's, that's the way he, his approach to life is. I, it's, it's on me. I have the ability to control the outcome of what happens. I don't have to trust anybody else really other than myself because trusting myself has always proved to, to work out pretty well for me. And I know that these are some lessons that you have learned through some personal experiences that you've had over the last year. And I want you to share with everyone a little bit of what you were diagnosed with about a year or so ago and how you processed that. And and I think you've got some scripture for us that, that has helped you along the way as well. And I'd love to hear about your story because I think this all connects and uh, it creates connection points with your friend here, but with with others when they know that we've struggled and God has met us. Yeah, um, sure, Blaine. Um, you know, I think it does all tie together, um, all the things that all of us go through. I mean, with this particular guy, I've just tried to help him realize that God wants a relationship with us and that he has a plan for for our life and even though right now for my for my buddy it doesn't it may not look like that but i'm i'm just trying to be with him and give him some hope right now but really some eternal hope and so you know just like my situation we have talked at length about how god wants us to really be optimistic and hopeful um and um he wants a better quality of life for us, and and when we put our when when we're willing to give up that control and put our faith and put our trust in Him, you know we have less stress and we have less worry and we have more hope, and and the and the joy uh, we 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 get joy we have joy no matter what our circumstances, uh, you know are so um, yeah so that's what the conversations with him have looked like, and I really I think. I've drawn on a situation that I had last year when I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And when I was diagnosed, Blaine, it was a shocker because I've never been sick. I've always been active. I've always exercised, played a lot of sports. 
Like I remember I was, when I got that diagnosis, when the doctor called, I was home alone. Kelly, my wife was working. Um, I was waiting on the call. He said he was going to call within a few days after the biopsy. So I was on pins and needles sort of waiting for that call. Um, and he called and he told me that bi- the biopsy showed, showed cancer. And I just literally dropped to my knees. I mean, it was definitely the worst news I'd ever received about myself. Um, I, I was, I was stunned. I, I truly was stunned, brought to tears, um, crying out to God, but as nervous and this is amazing as, as nervous and as scared as I was the weeks before the surgery, it was, it turned out to be a beautiful time. It, it really was. I was leaning into the Lord, totally trusting him. I was so focused on God above everything else. It was like an amazing connection I'd never had. And, and after the surgery, um, and the good news that, you know, all went well, the surgery went well and, and, and having no signs of cancer ever, you know, since then, I'm, I am thankful to be healthy again, but I do miss that oneness I felt with Christ. I mean, I was so connected, so close to him, like there was nothing else more important to me than him. And it, a, a piece of scripture, a passage of scripture that really resonated with me, um, then and does now is out of the first chapter in James, the first few verses sort of sum up what I'm describing. And I'll read it. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And blame for me having to deal with, with this cancer was a blessing. No, like I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't happy when I first got the news, but I don't think God really, um, commands us or expects us to be happy when, you know, when trials come our way. Well, we're not supposed to call evil things good. No. You know, it's a bad thing that happened to you. It's part of being in a fallen world, but you know, it's that old God takes, evil things and redeems them all the time for which sure. is what's amazing yeah and you know the, the thing we we learn is that and the thing i learned is that you know although I, you know we might not be able to control the circumstances we we certainly can control how we think about them and um even james writes he says we should call our worst moments joyful things but you know because it's the trials sometimes that that help us trust god more and 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 cancer Having that cancer truly brought me closer to God. You know, I told you it made me call out to him. I called out to him in a way that I'd never done before. I mean, it changed me. And it, I, I think I experienced God's love more, like more deeply than I ever have before. And and it just, it has given me more compassion for other people. It's helped me become less judgmental. And, and I guess when I, really kind of think back about it and you know and think think back about my life and as a whole i kind of categorize this trial as is like really like a pure joy yeah it's one of those things that um you know when you tie this back to your friend and how we started this conversation 
it it, it doesn't mean that well, believing in in God or following Jesus actually doesn't mean everything is going to turn out okay right now. I mean, that's the point of the passage you've read uh, from from James, Jesus's brother. Uh, we, there are going to be difficulties that come our way, and and that's just part of living in the world. Eventually, everything will be fine. But if if this cancer diagnosis doesn't get him. Uh, something else will, and at some point we're all we're all going to die. And so, I think part of the tension that we live in right now is uh, is just that it's knowing that we can we can trust God, and it's it's uh, part of our mission of search to help people do that. And yet, trusting God doesn't mean He's going to fix it. He might, or He might not. He'll fix it eventually, though, and that's the that's the really good news. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Blaine, right on. It's you know, just sometimes it takes things that are difficult to draw us closer to closer to God, and and I really believe struggles in life can give us a chance to mature and grow into the person God wants us to be. So hopefully. That will be the experience that I had. Will be an experience that my friend has. Well, I sure hope so. And David, I just want to thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I really, really appreciate you making time. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the Search in Your City podcast. If you've liked this, please uh, subscribe to our feed, share this with your friends. If you've got a question or a comment or anything you want to send our way, send it on over in an email, podcast at searchnational.org. And until next time, thanks for listening.